I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with obviously <laughs> it's gonna be the girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I am James. And I'm Tara. And we are your sexy, swinging lifestyle host for today's show. We host a weekly show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. We made a decision that we did not want to fit the societal norm when it came to relationships, sex, and dating. We wanted to open things up, so that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy together and never looked back. If you're looking for more after our show, get social with us. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted, and we share all kinds of posts and stories about our life all day long. You can also find us on Twitter at sxuninterrupted and or on Facebook by searching Sex Uninterrupted. And that brings us to the smoke show. The smoke show. Oh, yeah. I left that to you. Ah, I love, <clears throat> I love This week on smoke show, we tried the lovely rhubarb kush from Broken Coast. I really like that that dispensary, by the way. It's yeah. super good. This indica dominant strain has a somewhat sharp smell with sour citrus and bright peppery notes. Because it's an indica, it is recommended for relaxing or evening use. A review from Lyft said, I really like the strain. It has everything I like about an indica, but seems to have a nice, bright, upbeat buzz that is a bit of a nice quality for daytime use. It has a really nice smell off the bat and a super fruity flavor that doesn't get too sour or herby. Definitely recommend it. What OC? What? That means me too in French. Moi aussi. Oh. <laughs> For all the yeah. listeners out in Quebec. I, <laughs> I recommend it as well. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to learn French and she's just... It's not, it's not going successful. <laughs> I think it's because I'm partially dyslexic. <laughs> Learning a second language is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and on to this week's show, we'll be discussing something that a lot of our listeners send us questions about. And to help us discuss this topic, we've asked two lovely guests onto our show today. Funds Moolah De Niro, the lifestyle isn't exactly a cheap thing to participate in, and we get it. Join us this week as we talk openly about living in a lifestyle on a limited income and how to make our money work for us. And just before we jump into our first topic, we wanted to say that we know it can sometimes be lonely navigating this world of open relationships. We know that it can be difficult to find people to talk to and work with through the things that happen in the lifestyle. And we know this because we've been through it. And although we certainly are not therapists or licensed psychologists, we do know that sometimes all you need is someone to talk to. We've helped hundreds of people on their journey with, with non-monogamy and are passionate about helping thousands more. We offer private coaching to anyone interested in opening up their relationship. People reach out to us for multiple reasons. It could be that they're struggling to get out to a club and looking for that extra encouragement. Or they may not know how... <laughs> Or they may not know how to go about discussing their fantasies and desires with their partner. Visit sexinterrupted.com slash book online to schedule your free 20-minute one-on-one session today. And now, the guests that we have asked on to today's show know a thing or two about money, budgeting, and spending in the lifestyle. They, are, they both left their jobs over a year 
ago in order to travel and volunteer around the world. They are also a couple who has been exploring non-monogamy together for over a decade. Not only that, they have a fellow podcast community member. No, they are fellow podcast community member there that's what she, that's what i was gonna say and <laughs> they have their own podcast that is now airing its 48th episode uh, i think please. it's more now well <laughs> Seven, 73 73 jesus christ okay so i'm getting false information but anyways we're just gonna roll with it now um please welcome emma and finn to the show from normalizing non-monogamy <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hello, we're welcome. <laughs> we're happy to be here. Yeah, we're having a rough start. Yeah, we're going to get there. Like, it know, was the indica. It yeah. was Blame it on the weed. And, was, and it's a Monday, too. It is. Yeah. It I was is. just excited. I just realized before we jumped on here that our invite said Flynn and Emma, and I thought he was going to call Flynn. And I was like, <laughs> I was just waiting for it, but it was it was perfect. You nailed it, James. That was definitely a typo. <laughs> yeah, just a small typo, as I, as she said before, she's slightly dyslexic. So, anyways, it's okay. It's, 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 it's not the worst thing anyone's ever called me. <laughs> Probably won't be the worst thing that anyone no. calls you. <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you for taking some time to come on our show. Yeah, we've yeah. been trying to plan this for a while. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Our schedules have been a little nuts, but yeah. we're happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited. Well, and you guys are traveling, so sometimes Wi-Fi, connection, internet, it can be scarce. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> we've, we've struggled with that, but um, we're actually just recently back in the U.S. for a little while, so that's exciting, and now we have better Wi-Fi access, which is also exciting. <laughs> which is how we were able to make this all happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, of my intro, which I got false information for, did I miss anything? No, I think you pretty much nailed it. We started our show uh, just over a year ago. Yeah. We also started, uh, we left our jobs in last last May, May of yeah. 2018, and we flew to South America. Within we, one month, we started a podcast on non-monogamy and quit our jobs and flew to South America. It was a little oh bit of a God. little bit of a, a big decision all at once. What what made that happen? What uh, rocked your world? Um, well, we had planned to do the travel piece for a long time. That was always in the works. We had the actually our plane tickets bought like eight months or six months ahead of time. So that was that was always going to happen. But then when the idea for the podcast came along, we just decided to push and try to make it happen before we left. So that's also how that happened. Um, but it was, it was, looking back, it was crazy, but I wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, jumping in. That's kind of yeah. our style too. Get in there. That's how we managed to do, what, three trips already this year. Yeah. Three yeah, fourth, fourth one coming up with Nan coming up. Yeah. And that's just us jumping in, too. Just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> Good to see just what gotta happens. Go. Just got to go for it. Go. <laughs> so um, I did, I did, well, I did read off that you guys have been in the lifestyle for about 10 years. Um, so that's quite a long time ago. Do you remember how you got into it? <laughs> yeah, we, yes. I do remember that. Uh, we, were, we were actually traveling at the time. We were studying abroad our sophomore year of college. Yep. And or university, I don't know how international your your listenership is, but we were at university, and uh, yeah, we were in Australia, and we just kind of decided to do something that we'd never done. We had been dating for about a year and a half mm -hmm. at that point, yeah, 
and we were young and we hadn't, neither of us had had a lot of dating experience. And so we wanted to kind of explore that, but we didn't really want to break up to do it. And so mm-hmm. we, we thought maybe this would be an option to do both. And it's been a roundabout way, but that's how we got started and sort of the shape it's taken for the last 12, 13 years, mm-hmm. 12 years. And yeah. it's kind of, uh, as our life's happen it's something that we kind of have gone in and out of Uh, you know as the traveling in South America for the last year we weren't really involved um, in in much non-monogamy ourselves but we no no hablamos espanol however we did we'd like of course with the interviews for the podcast we interviewed a lot of people so that was kind of fun to keep us uh, integrated into the non-monogamy world without actually uh, being in it so as Finn said, yeah, we started a long time ago and just it's taken different shapes and um, it's, it's morphed over, it's morphed over yeah. the years. And we've sort of come right now to where we've decided that rather than saying we're in the lifestyle or we're polyamorous, we're just we're sort of open to whatever comes our way, okay. uh, what, whatever types of people we meet and whatever uh, like whatever sense it makes with that relationship specifically, we'll sort of deal with that on an individual basis rather than saying, oh, we're not allowed to date separately or we're not allowed to fall in love or we're not allowed to do this or that. We just, we are willing and able at this point in our lives to sort of be open to what comes our way. And, and that's sort of what we're doing, which with how busy things are, it sort of hasn't changed no. the way that mm-hmm. we approach it, but I think our mindset around it all has changed a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we are today. Who knows with practice that might change again, but. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty inspiring, actually. You guys have just. Gone with the flow. Yeah. That's that's great to like understand that like there's not like one set way of like being in this lifestyle and you guys have kind of found a way to just kind of ebb and flow with each and every interaction, each and every sort of like the people that you meet and it just kind of all flows together. I think that's Did, did you start off that way? Like, did you start off? No. You just no. slowly built up to this point that you, yeah. We, we started with a lot of the, the rules that we hear other people start with where it's where we start, we're soft swap only. And then, oh, okay, we're, we can do the full swap thing. And then we have to be in the same room and then, okay, it's okay to be in a separate room, but this is a rule and this is a rule and this is a rule. And yeah. we've just, you know, over the years, we've sort of let those rules relax as we've become more comfortable. And, you know, over the last year, we've, we've interviewed 70 plus people who have done this 70 different ways. And it's just, it seems foolish, at least for us at this point, to lock ourselves into one way of doing it when there's so many different ways to do it. And so many different people out there that I don't want to I don't want to restrict Emma from having an experience because maybe the woman of a couple isn't interested in me or mm-hmm. something to that effect. Right. So it's let's, let's just take each situation as it is and we'll, we'll navigate it and communicate about it in the moment and figure out how we want to approach it. Yeah. I like it. Well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I pay her to say that. Yeah. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I like her. She has small hands. <laughs> what? Things look bigger. Um, but anyways, um, what made you guys want to start a podcast? Like, you know, you kind of, you were already like invested in the lifestyle, but what made you want to yeah. kind of go into podcasting? 
Well, we were hanging out with some friends uh, early last year, I guess early 2018, and just talking about different podcasts that are out there and how, well, like we love listening to podcasts about non-monogamous relationships of all different sorts, but we wanted to hear one that was more interview based and interviews every week or every other week or whatever that frequency is where every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not allowed to make it daily. yet. <laughs> um, every day. That'd be so much work. Run out yeah, of exactly. I'm not going to lie. There's not like, there's a lot of pet people in this lifestyle and a lot of podcasts, but I think you'd run out of material. Actually. I don't know. We have a lot, but um, <laughs> I, I think it's more the workload. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. The other, the other projects that we want to do too. So that's, there's a balance there. But anyway, uh, we decided that we wanted to do a podcast where we heard from different couples or different people all every week, every episode. So mm-hmm. um, we didn't know of one that was like that out there that focused on a different story from a different person every week. So that was where the idea came from. And, yeah, and we love meeting new people. Like one of our favorite parts about doing this is going on that, you know, that first date with another couple or another person and hearing their story, hearing why they're doing it. And we always learn something from those, even if like their overall strategy isn't the same as ours. We usually picked up some tidbit of information that we then applied to our relationship. And we thought, well, we don't, we don't really like to be the people who tell other people how to do things unless it's related to budgeting. But, but outside <laughs> of that... Yeah, I'm excited which, for this. we're going to get to. Um, <laughs> I think that was great. I just want to say thank you guys for, you know, sharing all this information and doing all this stuff. Uh, we're actually just going to have to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how to budget and money and, you know, how to do all this stuff on... Lifestyle on a limited income. That's the one. Sounds and great. Stay tuned after the break. <laughs> Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine-washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. 
I'm Tara. No, you're close to James. <laughs> no. Fine. Um, so we have uh, normalizing non-monogamy like the on the show today. Um, and uh, so uh, again, if you didn't listen to our first segment, you can listen to them, who they are, and what they're all about, and their show, and all that shit. And oh <laughs> then we come back into this one, and we're going to talk about lifestyle on unlimited income. Um, mm. One thing about this lifestyle that um, we all know, um, if you're in it or if you're just trying to experience it, it is not the cheapest lifestyle in the world. No. 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 We would agree. Yeah. Like from events to costumes to childcare to travel. Grooming, haircuts. Personal hygiene. Personal hygiene. Gyms. Lingerie. Yes. Outfits, costumes. Um, I said that. Nights out um, to like restaurants with yeah. dates. Yeah. Date nights. I mean, it's just like cha-ching, ching ching Events, yeah. resorts. Condoms, toys. Yeah. But luckily you're talking to one of the cheapest couples in the lifestyle. <laughs> or at least, or at least no, the cheapest men no, in the lifestyle. No, don't call us. Yeah, you can call yourself. <laughs> hey, don't call you guys me. are doing it to yourself. And I'm like, go ahead. I'm just going to stay out of this. Same one. with James. <laughs> I'm not. It's not true. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he's cheap. Very cheap. Well, okay. I try to be smart about it, which you do too, but. There's one, thing, there's one thing about this lifestyle that I've always, I've come to learn through all the experiences that we've had in the lifestyle is, is that once you increase the monetary portion of what it costs for a night out or an event or whatever, subconsciously in every person, the more you spend, the more expectations grow. And without even knowing it, everybody's going to have big expectations. If you spent thousands and thousands of dollars and you don't come away with one of the best experiences you've ever had. And we can understand that. It can be something that's going to happen in this lifestyle. Uh Uh-oh. Did we lose you? No, I think you're good. I heard thousands and thousands of dollars. And that was the last thing we heard. Well, what I was going to say was, what I say is, is like the one thing about once Mm -hmm. you start spending the most money, like thousands and thousands of dollars, you end up going in with really big expectations and Mm -hmm. leaving, hoping that you're going to have the greatest experience you've ever had. Right. Um, Even on a night out, like even on a night out with a couple and a date, if you go out like to an expensive dinner and somebody pays for the whole thing, there's sometimes like maybe this like, you know, slight expectation that just because we paid for the whole thing that this is what like, it's going to lead to something. So I think that finding a way to make this lifestyle fit for your budget, I think is something that everybody could benefit from. So I guess my question is, why would you think budgeting is important? Yeah, I think, you know, for a lot of reasons, one is you're going to, you're going to be more relaxed. You know, if you kind of set a budget, yeah, you're going to be more like, you're going to be, if you're inside that budget, you're not spending the whole day thinking, oh, I can't, we can't do this. We can't do that. I don't want to be here. I'm stressed out because we're spending the money. So I think if you kind of set that budget and if you stay in it or close to it, I think that's sort of a good piece. And, and kind of back to what you said, I mean, at the end of the day, let's say you're going out to meet a couple for dinner. The reason you're going to meet them is to meet them. Your goal isn't to eat at the fanciest restaurant in town and drink mm-hmm. the most expensive cocktail. Your, your goal is to meet another awesome couple or another awesome person. So like, don't, I guess don't focus on how expensive you can make it. Just focus on like you, you're an awesome couple or you're an awesome person. Take that to the party, 
not like, let's see how I can blow them away with how much money I spent on my lingerie and shoes and dinner and wine, I guess is sort of our view on it. Yeah. And yeah. That's I've, totally our view though, too. 100%. We are not. Well, and then no. like, even like the one thing that we started realizing is, is like everybody in this lifestyle has all of these costumes. They have mm-hmm. all of this shit and yep. most of the stuff they'll never wear again. Like it just sits there. So if you can, as a community or as groups that are out there, one thing to save money on like costumes and outfits and stuff is ask your community if they have something, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Borrow. Borrow. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I went to a buddy's place um, going down to Hito. Yeah. Before Young Springs week. Cause we only had two weeks and not a huge budget with only two weeks notice. And so, right. Like usually you want to budget for something big, like a big trip, at least probably six months out. Yeah. At minimum, you know, to almost a year. Like if you want to go do March Young Swingers week, um, you know, that's like $5,000 minimum for a couple. US. So for that, that's like, and especially for younger professionals, like that takes time to save up to that. That doesn't just come really simply in my head. (laughs) Right. And I think something to to remember here is in our experience, let's say the, the theme is whatever the theme is and it's crazy. And you're like, well, I don't have a costume for that, but I have a sexy outfit and we can dress up my, my husband or boyfriend or whatever can wear some nice slacks and a nice shirt. And the woman can wear a sexy dress or something sexy. Like you don't, you don't have to be in costume. And Mm -hmm. and honestly, we've been to theme parties where the people who don't dress in theme pull it off way better than some of the people who try and, and miss. And so like to think that if you're going to a themed party and you aren't theme, you're going to be ostracized and locked out that's just not not the case yeah. like you can you no. can look nice and show up and be a hell of a good time without having to 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 be dressed to the nines in a theme outfit. right no. the other quick tip i had too is uh go to your second hand store like goodwill salvation army whatever yeah. it is uh we've gotten especially for me a lot of different dresses and outfits there that uh work really well for under 10 bucks yeah me too Totally. I go to Value Village. That's yes. <laughs> and and honestly, to participate in themes too, you don't have to go over the top. You can like where I knew a guy who wore a t shirt for every theme. And it just on the front was the print of what it was. So it was like Kink Knight, he was like a body with like the chains on the body on the shirt. <laughs> like, yeah. like like a tuxedo t shirt. Yeah. In a sense, but right. like always right. had like the different themes and he always had a shirt literally for every theme. Yeah, like and he would just save them, and that was like his thing. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, in t-shirts. It's just, it's just how you, it's like a lot of things is about confidence, right? Just walking in and just yes. like being confident within yourself mm-hmm. to like go out and express yourself, right? Yeah. Um, but like we kind of touched on this, but like planning ahead is a really big thing, especially when you're going to big events. Like a weekend might not be not needed to be planned out, but like big events are. Now, planning ahead, what do you guys like for you guys? What's planning ahead? Like how far in advance and like what does it all entail? It depends. If it's just a, a hotel party or a, a weekend or a date, I guess, it's only maybe a couple weeks planned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe like a couple of days is more realistic. 
Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But usually for those types of events, we, depending where it's at, we don't typically stay at the hotel for the event because that saves money, especially if it's only, if it's in within an hour drive, we usually will drive um, back home. But other things. Or we'll make sure we meet cool people that let us stay in their room. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> um, for, for bigger events like a Hedo, Desire, Temptation type trip oh, or uh, NIN, like you'd, you'd need to plan a few months out at least, at least yeah. four to six months well, out. You, you do, but you also you don't. Because last year we went to, to Desire, but we were traveling in South America for that whole time. And so well, we had planned the budget wise for many months. True. Though. But the, but the theme costumes, we, we did not plan. We were like, you know what? We're just going to dress up sexy each night. And we only wear the costumes for like 15 minutes anyways. So like packing a whole third suitcase for a like combined 25 minutes of wear time is kind of foolish. in our mm-hmm. but it can be super fun as well. So we kind of pick and choose like, pick the one that seems like the most fun and go for that one instead of trying to be the winner of every night. Yeah. True. true. And also I think a good thing leading up to most of it, be realistic about the budget, like factor in like as much as you possibly can think of like Ubers and um, alcohol and just all of this stuff. Cause it, it, it can add up so quickly. Yeah. Like it, when we travel, that's we, we have to like, you know, dog care, right? Every night, like how much we're spending with that. Um, taking the Uber to and from the airport, like baggage yeah. fees. Baggage, well, yeah, that's why we, we go with points and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. make sure. Yeah. That was going to be something we were going to throw in there is if, if you're able to utilize like rewards points, if you can, like, next oh, section. oh, I'm sorry. That's not well, the travel section. <laughs> no, that's okay. We, I, I am a massive points person. I literally yeah. sat down at one of our events and literally was like points, 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 points. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, so do some research like on travel hacking, like Google that there's plenty of podcasts out there. There's plenty of blogs and resources. Like I'm not going to say go out and get, 25 new credit cards because that's that can be a slippery slope but like do some research into travel hacking mm-hmm. there's some some pretty easy tricks and there's one that we've been using lately the last year and a half when we've traveled as much as we have is there's a website called scott's cheap flights i mean we're not we're not paid to talk about it in any way but they find super cheap flights sometimes mistake deals that are like 30 bucks for a flight to australia because the the airline mixed it up and they they catch it right away and let you know about it and if you book in a certain amount of time you can catch some really good deals and so we i get about 20 emails a day for you yeah it's it's just a way to possibly get some really good flight deals if you're willing to be flexible and plan ahead. you're also doing last minute very last minute you don't have to be a lot of it they'll be like yeah flights we just found cheap flights in october and november from uh you know Pittsburgh to Miami. Is it only U.S. departing? No, no, it's not. No, you you pick your departing airport in any places that you want, or you pick a range of departing airports in anywhere you want, and those are the emails you get. 
So it's a, it's kind of it's a pretty cool service, and it's we'll have to look into that. We'll definitely yeah. have to look into that for sure. Thanks, thank you so much for that. Um, but we actually there's so much more we could go on to. I think we'll just kind of like roll it into the next one, which yeah. is about travel and events. Yeah, uh, but we have to cut to a quick commercial break again. Uh, the sponsors need their time, and uh, when we come back, and that's what we're going to talk about. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for clit-whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Karetsis. This program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. Oh, this has been an exhilarating episode talking about budgeting and with normalizing non-monogamy. So, guys... What trips, what travel events have you guys taken in the last six months? Go. Well, for the lifestyle? Yes. <laughs> okay. And the uh, li- in the last six months, none. Uh, none. But before that, <laughs> we went to Desire in 2018, 2017, 2016. Yeah. Oh, okay. Life on the swing set at okay. Desire. So, uh, travel experience is pretty limited. However... Along, with, for for that type for of event. However, what 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 we did sort of start doing was traveling a lot for lifestyle reasons, but it was to meet other people that we had either met online or met at Desire. So our travel would be go stay with new friends, and so that that was a way that we kept costs down because you usually have a free place to stay and yeah. a tour guide built into the city you're in. So. I mean, honestly, if you can make friends, don't limit your, your people you're meeting to a friend group where you live. Like, mm-hmm. be willing to explore. And, like, yeah, it can be a little crazy to be like, we're going to fly to California and meet people that we've never actually met. But you can, ha- I mean, have some Skype calls yeah. or have some video calls ahead of time, you know, yeah. kind of vet them as best you can. But. That's, that's what Skype's for. It's, it's pretty easy to vet people. <laughs> What's that? What's that messenger? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so many. Yeah, that's such a good point, though. Like we meet tons of people when we travel, and they always are so kind and offer up their homes and say they'll they'll 
let us stay the night, let us stay the weekend and show us around and really like people in the lifestyle are friendly and they, they want to show off like their community too, like they're proud. So yeah, yeah, I find it's, that's a really good way to do some budget lifestyle travel as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do do a little vetting on the front end, but you know, don't be afraid to take people up on that. And it's totally legit. And then you just make sure you offer it back into the community as you can, you know, if, yeah, sort invite, of if give a penny, take a penny. Yeah. Invite people to come visit you too. Yes. Oh, we always sure. extend always that open the branch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One tip I will mention real quick is that if you are going to be booking hotel rooms with other people, just make sure you do know that, them quite yeah. well. Um, we've had some bad experiences that way. Like at least, I mean, even if you're staying at someone's house, I would hope you have, least a little bit of privacy, but in a hotel room, when you're all in one room and you don't know each other that well, it can get real awkward real fast. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we've we always have requested to have our own space, and if we don't yeah. have our own space, we're not going. I'm sorry. If like if we don't have that opportunity to come back together between the two of us, if we have something that's going on between the two of us, and we need to go chat, like even with family shit, yeah, I, I we need to have our own space. If we don't, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not going. Just a bedroom. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. one, so that we, if we do get into a fight that we're not sitting there fighting in front of other people, right. And we can just kind of squash it and be like, okay, let's go talk about this in the room or have to step aside or something happened or anything. Yeah. Yeah. At any time, like during, like if you're away from your safe space, like you like try to make your own little safe space wherever you are. Yep. Yep. Valid point. We've tried to cut the, we've tried to cut corners by sharing a hotel room with people we didn't know super well. And while it wasn't the end of the world, it was awkward and didn't, didn't end as well as you would hope. So. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. The the other piece maybe that we wanted to touch on there was how to handle kids. I know you probably have a lot of people and we, we hear this a lot is like, Oh, we'd love to go to Desire, but we could never afford a week of, you know, babysitting or this or that. And, you know, the, the thing that we've actually heard people do, and we don't have kids, so we're not professionals. No, we just talked to a lot of people that have kids. And <laughs> they, I mean, they just, they make a lot of friends who also have kids and they just do like a, like a babysitting co-op where, and it's not even lifestyle friend. It's just, hey, we'll, you want to go on vacation? You go on vacation. We'll watch your kids for a week. But, oh, we're going somewhere in November. Can you watch our kids for a week? And like, you just you have to put in a little time and effort, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of money in the long run. Like, if, if, you, can, if you can work that out, it, it can really be a benefit. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So. I think, like, finding parents, too, who have similar parenting styles to you would make it a lot yeah. easier as well because then – the kid coming into your house is used to like what you, what, what your house is like and your kid going to somebody else's house would be just the comings and goings and the uncles and the aunties. Yeah. 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 They'll just show up out of nowhere. Yeah. My yeah. dog, my dog has 20 aunties and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's so true. You can also, uh, just for, um, you know, a weekend or small or evening or something, you could share a sitter. If you and some friends of yours all have kids and you want to share a sitter for that night to all go out, that's definitely something that we've been told that works as well. Yeah. We were going to do a business plan on that one for sure. We, uh, yeah. we, we were going to 
we were going to pimp out her brother just to have to look after like a lifestyle kid, a house load of just lifestyle kids. Like, yeah, have fun. <laughs> we're going to go have fun. Right. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, no, I think that there's lots of ways that you can definitely save um, within this lifestyle and within travel. Cause like big time, I think that travel, like there's a lot of money that goes into travel, like especially as us as Canadians and exchange rates, um, mm-hmm. get bit in the ass pretty damn hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, for us, it, I think that even like the hotels, um, always not really like splurging on hotels. We'd rather like splurge on food because mm-hmm. that's, that gives us more of an experience than just a nice fancy hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can use points like, uh, use points for hotel rooms too. We've done that too. When we went to Vegas, a few years back and used points for Marriott hotel rather than spending the money on a hotel on the strip. So it was a little bit inconvenient, but yeah. not enough that it wasn't worth it. That's right. Yeah. Kind of. Plus we got that nice walk from the off strip to the on strip where you, <laughs> you see the shift, the magic arrives as you walk on. Strip. <laughs> I totally agree. You like hear the music. You're yeah. like, Oh, it's there. Only a few more feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, totally. yeah. We use air miles, actually, because we do um, flying from Calgary. Unfortunately, we're very isolated here when it comes to flights. So a lot of times we have to fly to either Toronto or Vancouver or somewhere in the States for a layover. And a lot of times it's not the nicest layovers. It's like 20 hours. So we will get like a hotel, but we'll do it on points. So air miles or something in that way. We're not spending that 100, 150 bucks we would have been spending any, anyways. One yeah. of the biggest things that I can say for travel, if you're ever going on an airline, is invest in a good carry-on bag. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, yeah, it's been I, life-changing. I know, like, I, you know, like, I'm talking like a really good one. And I know that those ones can get really pricey, even just for a carry-on, like upwards of five, $600 just for this carry-on. But it will save you so much in baggage fees. Like the things that I can fit into my carry-on right now, I, I never really need a big bag unless we get like free checked baggage. And then mm-hmm. for us, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Just check a bag just to check a bag to have that extra like bag. But we also bring a lot of stuff now, especially when we go to events like... Swag, yeah, but if if there's one thing that I can say about travel is invest in a good carry-on bag. Yeah. (laughs) It saved us. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like we can, like travel is one thing, but going to these big events, um, can be quite pricey. I know that, uh, some of the ones um, are upwards of like $700, um, just for tickets for the event. Um, and one of the things that we like to recommend that if you can't spend that, um, one, there most of them have payment plans, but the other one is kind of like volunteering or mm-hmm. becoming a host couple. Um, have yep. you guys done that before? Not for uh, lifestyle events. No, we we oh, ha- did we? No, we haven't. But it's a, valid, oh, it's a really good idea. Oh, we have some friends that did. Yeah. So one of, one of the stories we heard was some close friends of ours. Their very first party ever was they didn't want to put in the money. Actually, the problem wasn't that. It was this party was sold out. So they were like, Hey, well, we'll volunteer. Um, And they were like, the the party was like, yeah, if you want to volunteer, we can get you into the party. And so the very first event they went to, they went to the party and then they had to spend the next morning cleaning up after like a huge orgy. 
So they were like walking around with like the rubber gloves, like picking up condoms and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So, but they got in for free and they got into a party they would have not been able to get into otherwise. So it's a totally legitimate tip that you just threw out there. So good one. That's, that's solid. Yeah. And Thanks, that's an experience. Man. Yeah. That's an experience you're never going to be able to, to like forget. Right. Even if well, it is a little weird. Well, and we see a lot of volunteers that are re-volunteering. They like, repeat a lot. Like we see a lot with uh, Naughty. Like we'll see the same volunteers at different events. We're like, oh, hey, if you're doing this again. If she's listening to the show, hi, mom. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah long, Big story. Long story, and, but uh, <laughs> there's a lady that volunteers at events that looks like my mom. So, <laughs> John Polganger to my mom that works at events. So right. I call her mom. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, no, and I think I think it doesn't even matter the size of the event on that, right? Even if it's a fifty dollar cover charge, like what? Just how, ask. How long does it take you to yeah. send an email to say, "Hey, we're super interested, but you know, is there is there some way we could help out to cover a portion of the the fee?" I mean, what that that took you thirty seconds, and it maybe saves you fifty dollars. Yeah, at least. Absolutely. That's a pretty yeah. good hourly rate. So yeah. Oh Dude. hell yeah. There, and that's the one thing is, is like the way that the lifestyle is, is like, yes, it can be expensive, but there are ways of doing it. And I think we're just touching on most of them. And even this one, like traveling and like, you know, these are all great tips. And I want to thank you guys. But unfortunately, we have to cut to another quick commercial break. And when we get back, we are going to answer some IG questions. So stay tuned. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Welcome back to our last segment on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. Yay! I, I oh, that cold. sounded like Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 Let I'm me so just excited. clear my throat. Holy shit. But you did get excited about the fact that it was the last segment, which is kind of like now I'm sitting here going like, do you want this to end? I don't want this to end. But anyways. Well, I like the last segment. I always like the IG questions. She's an Instagram whore. It's okay. 
No. It's not a bad thing. No. no. It's not. <laughs> that was not a slight in any way. That was a compliment. Thank you. That was a compliment. With my crystal. Yes. She's got her crystal in her hand. But anyways, so on to the IG questions. Um, so question number one. Tara, would you like to give it to me? Uh, what do you think about going Dutch for dates? Well, is that, I guess we'll answer. You answer. Yeah. I think you got to go Dutch for dates. Unless you're yeah, like. Yeah, I think I, so. I, I mean, there's been times too where like if we know roughly that we ordered basically the same as another couple, we'll be like, oh, let's just put it down the middle. But if they're like bottle of wine, appetizer, the caviar, the like they go balls to the wall on it. Like that's not, that's not on us. No. And yeah. especially if this is the first time we've ever met somebody like. Yeah. I got. Yeah. I'll Don't. pay for my own shit. Right. And I wouldn't. And, and that's okay. And on the flip side, I would not expect somebody to pay for me if I was doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I had this conversation with a guy who's been in the lifestyle for like something like 15 years. And he said one of the things that should be like almost like a general etiquette rule is if you're on a date, like a first one or even a second one or a third one or a fourth one, um, shouldn't pay for somebody's meal. Because it kind of puts a little bit of connotation that if I paid for your meal, you're going to give me something in return. And yes. that's what we just, you know, having that expectation, mm-hmm. a lot of puts a lot of people off. Um, and sure. a lot of people kind of don't like to have to have that sort of expectation to think that, oh, because you paid for my meal, now I have to give you something in return. Yeah. Right. yeah and, it, and honestly, in the lifestyle, I've, I don't know that we've ever come across a situation where somebody expected us to pay for them. No, so I don't I, think so. Oh, paying for is one thing, right? Like, don't expect somebody to pay for me ever. Yeah, yeah. No. No. But if they did, it's like, oh, well, what did you want for that? Right. Like, it's like, usually we go out, we know we can afford it because we budgeted for it and we've put it into our thing and we've made sure that it's our spreadsheet. (laughs) 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 All right. Question number two. Um, Kind of is the same. It kind of leads into what we were talking about. Yes. So dates with singles. Um, Does the couple pay? Hmm. I mean, that's a little bit stickier, right? Because there's a couple versus one. But at the same time, I think that it's okay not to at the beginning. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it also kind of comes down to like, yeah, I, I think you just have to communicate about it just like anything else on the lifestyle. Like, it's okay to be like, hey, you know, if you're asked, let's say you're a couple and you're asking a woman out on a date and you're like, hey, We'd love to go out on to dinner and drinks with you. We'd love to treat if you're up for it. In like, yeah, just being up front with it. That's what I was going to say. We usually try and communicate that with. (laughs) Like, if we if we want it to be our treat, we'll communicate it, and then she'll do the same too. Like she, like we've had unicorns pay for stuff for us too. Right. Yeah. And we and we've had you know where we've gone out with a single a single guy and like he's picked up the tab and we're like, well, you really don't have to do that. We're happy to pay. He's like, no, 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 it's my treat. And then another time we'll pay, we'll pick it up ourselves. Like it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it comes back around for sure. And I, right. I totally agree with what you're saying. There's always that sort of, um, and sort of thought process that goes into um, a couple with a single because you are technically inviting them into like your sort of life that you should probably pick up the tab. Now I'm not, I would never tell anybody what to do or who, to, who should do what, 
But, you know, and there is that thought process that if you are bringing some, like a single in, you should be kind of like a lot of, I think a lot of couples in general just like to like give back to like unicorns and single men. Yeah. Like it's well, just, and, and maybe if you do want to do that, but you know, going out and picking up dinner is a little bit expensive and you can't afford that. Maybe just say, let's meet for a drink and, you know, buy one round of drinks for everyone. And that's a lot more reasonable than getting everyone meals. Yeah, totally. Shots, 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 and we've shots. had people over for dinner too. Oh, yeah, dinner together. Yep. Yeah, that, exactly. that's, that was huge, right? Because then everybody has their own like sort of thing. Yeah, they can bring their own booze and do other things. That's always good. Okay, question three: What is your suggestion on? Uh, so this is for this is about naughty knowledge. What is your suggestion on Nin for how much money to take for activities, LS merch, etc.? Well, we've never been. I was like, I would just I, help. I would just bring your debit card because I'm sure you'll find an ATM that will give you more money. <laughs> I have no idea how much stuff costs there, so I'm going to throw that one back to you if you've been there. Which I thought I saw a video of you there last year. So oh yeah, oh yeah, you were there. Uh, I think overall we had a fun time. Went out for a few nice dinners. Was don't a- forget, it's it's like six days. Like it's six yeah. nights and days and yeah. of doing stuff. And don't get me wrong. Like the drinks aren't like super expensive. No, but, it's but, cheaper than like Denver and Vegas. And stuff. Yeah. It, like they was decently priced. But the thing is, is like you are going, it depends on how you want to navigate NIN. Like there are two, like there are multiple different ways of going down. NIN. Yeah. Like going to the seminars or going to the parties or are you going to go do this and do that. And like, they're going to get food for your room like, like, yeah, or food for your room or go out for dinner. And it's like the one thing that about Nin is, is that there's so much stuff to do that you kind of like need those times to eat, to take a break from all of it. Cause there's just so much shit to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the one thing that we kind of like, like to have is like those times where we're like, go out for lunch, just the two of us to like a nice place and do that. Yeah. So, you know, Nin is, it can be quite expensive. I would say walking around cash, you're probably looking at $2,000 for a couple, $1,000 a person. I think all in with the ticket, flights, hotel, everything. Oh, I'm everything. not talking everything. I'm just talking it was like about around cash. 6500 to 7000 Canadian. Canadian, so that's like $17 US? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Guaranteed. Fuck you guys. <laughs> But yeah, probably about, I think most, like most of that stuff's about about 5,000 US. Yeah. Most of the big ones are probably around that price. And we were there for a week because it's a full travel day for us to get there. There's no direct flights. Right. So, but yeah, you can, you can do it on a budget, but there it's, it like, it's just like timing wise, just trying to fit in meals. Like you're just hopping off like Bourbon Street and head into a restaurant and just, you kind of take the food as you go. So that's one of the things that's the biggest thing, I think. Unless you prepare. Unless you prepare. Like me. You, you bring your camp meals and dehydrated food. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Instapot, boiler water. No, I'm just, I'm just edibles for like a week straight. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be the greatest. That would be uh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess this is kind of like about what our show is about, but uh, a lot of, somebody said they've been noticing a lot of money talk on other podcasts. Is cost becoming a big criticism of the lifestyle? Um, 
I don't know. We're kind of disconnected. Yeah, I mean, surprisingly I, for people who have a podcast, <laughs> I wouldn't say we're disconnected, but we haven't been actively in the lifestyle. Well, I, I will say this: we don't we don't let the cost drive our fun in the lifestyle. If right. we want to have fun, we're going to have fun, and if if we're having a month where we don't want to spend money, we find ways to do it where we don't want to spend money. You can go. Mm-hmm. You can go to a meet and greet at a bar. There's usually not a cover charge. Get a get a club soda and just enjoy the night. You don't have to get seven beers and five cocktails in order to have a good night. Like so, yeah. there's ways to do this without spending a ton of money. And yeah. make, you make it work, right? Like you got to make it work for you and your budget and everything. our meet and greets only ten dollars a person, and that's right. And that's all you have to spend, really. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. so if you, if you wanted to spend $150 or a thousand dollars a night, you can, you can easily do that. But yeah. like, there's no shame in re-wearing an outfit. Like if you have a sexy outfit, if you wear it to three parties in a year, I highly doubt anyone's ever going to come up to you and be like, Oh my God, I saw you wear that in December. And it's, you know, you know how many times I have to rewear things. Being all of the time. like all the time, right? Like the amount of events and shit that we have yeah. to go to. Oh my God. I have no shame. So, I don't give a fuck. No, not at all. Exactly. I have like so, three sweaters that just continuously repeat. Yeah. Like he has like one pair of pants. Like, come on. Yep. Yep. So I, yeah, I think you can make it what you want. If you want to spend a ton of money, you can spend a ton of money. If you want to do it and spend no money at all, you can get pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes for me, back to I think the, the hardest thing is the personal hygiene, like my hair, nails, sugaring, yeah. lashes, all that I shit. I don't know what sugaring is. I've never like done b- bikini wax, sure. Brazilian. Yes, uh, all gone. Um, I've never done that one. <laughs> back to my like my like original point of like that. Yes, there is a there is a lifestyle out there, and this lifestyle is not cheap. Um, and it is, I think that's something about the lifestyle that like, um, at clubs near you guys, what's your entry fee? Um, usually for a, a hotel party would be like 40 bucks for a couple. And then the fee on top of that for like the room or maybe, maybe 60 or 80. I've never, we've know, never been a seen one. Like a weekend like, hotel takeover. A no, just for one night. Usually one night. Yeah. It's like a one night hotel takeover would be like, 80 bucks max. Yeah. Right. I think the 40 you're thinking about is when we would go to um, like a bar takeover basically. Yeah. But those, if you show up early enough, like, and this is my, my hack. If you show up usually like before 9 PM, it's like half price. So right. number, mm-hmm. number one and number two person in the bar is usually <laughs> Finn and Emma. And we, and we say 50% off our entry fee. Yep. So <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, and I think that's going to wrap it up um, for us here. I want to say thank you guys so much for taking the time uh, to be on our show uh, yes, today. Thank you, you guys. That was a yeah. lovely conversation. I think it was Thanks for having special. us. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I know people are going to appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can people get a hold of you? Uh, well, you could find the best place would be probably go to our website, which is normalizingnonmonogamy.com. And there's a contact us page. You can send us an email. We respond to all of them. Yep. All of our episodes are listed there. You can also find us on pretty much any of your podcast platforms out there. Just search for normalizing non-monogamy. Actually, you only have to search for non-monogamy. We should come up. Um, uh, you can also, we're on Twitter 
at NNM Podcast. And Cassie too under NNM Podcast. And Instagram at NNM. So yes. basically, if you get to our website, you'll find all the other places to find us. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. And we recently did a show with you guys too that you aired. Yes, yeah, it, we it did. It just published last, or in May. In May. Yeah. Do you know what number it was off the top of your head? Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm quizzing them. We're looking. I don't know. I should know. Episode 63. 63. Perfect. So you guys can listen to that too. Um, it was a good interview about our life in non-monogamy. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Again, thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on our show. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, we will be... I guess our next show is Monday, 8 p.m. PM Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And until then, keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at sxuninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.